My name is Will Sporty Gardner. I'm a part of a growing group of real estate investors and entrepreneurs who you probably have never heard of. We don't approach real estate in the traditional way, and we don't rely on cash from trust funds, golden parachutes, or rich uncles to get us started. In fact, our motivation is from our initial lack thereof. We have created our own access to innovative funding models, utilizing and acquired knowledge that have helped us hack our way into the real estate game. And these things that we know can change people's lives. Because we are fighting against the big brands, people with literally unlimited budgets, we have to do things differently. We have to do things smarter. We don't have financial safety nets. Every deal we do helps us grow stronger together. We have to be profitable from day number one. So how do we do that? How is it even possible? If you go to the average business school or ask the MBAs, they don't look at things the way we do. We've turned finding off-market deals into an art and science, doing what we call house flipping in the tech age. We are part of a community called Flip. Hey everybody, this is Will Garner, your host of the Flip Entrepreneurship Series. I am here in the building today with my new co-host, Miss Courtney Moore. How are you doing, Courtney? I'm absolutely amazing. Thank you, Will. How are you? Great, great. Well, let me first introduce you guys to Miss Courtney Moore and um, just a brief introduction. Her background, she has a background in education, over 13 years of education. And that is so, so important to know because everyone out of here, our goal is to get smarter and wiser and who better to have at the helm with me today than someone who knows how to reach down and touch the inner soul and <laughs> minds of the youth. And she's done that for 13 years, touching kids all across the city of Houston, right? Right, right. Right. So, and then she, and then the cool thing is this, she's actually taken that and flipped it into real estate and started off doing this part-time real estate investing. And now it's become a full-time thing. You've been investing for three years and you are the owner of AR. W Capital, which I love what that stands for. Well, ARW Capital Partners, LLC. And so I'm going to let you tell everyone, what does ARW Capital Partners stand for? All righty. Well, ARW Capital Partners stands for Amazing Real Women. My business partner and I both are women, and we just thought this would be a great platform to encourage other people and women, of course, to get into real estate investing and to pretty much take the leap. I did quit my job actually to start real estate. So I did wow. full time, right? I resigned to to get that going. So yeah, um, but Amazing Real Women, that's who we are. That's amazing. You just kicked it to the curb, right? I kicked it to the curb. And that's, it's funny, like you said it, because like, and you said that with an emphasis, like you, she pointed at me, it's like, <laughs> wait, 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 I actually quit my job. <laughs> yeah. That's cool because I tell people all the time, like, you know, the key is truly burning the ship. You know, and when I mean burning the ship, they're, um, I mean, they're giving yourself no retreat, no way to get back to shelter. She, you hopped in and you said, hey, this is what is going to be sink or swim. Yeah, two years ago. Sink yeah. or swim. We got, I got a, um, a saying that I've learned through an organization. It's called Plateau Plomo. And Plateau Plomo would mean is what, like, in the, the Mexican cartels, they would bribe officials and stuff and say, hey, either you're going to sign this or you're going to get the bullet. So Plata Plum, either sign or die, mm. right? And so 
you know, my whole thought process is the same thing. Like, hey, either you're going to perform or you're going to die. Either you're going to make, make it work or you're going to die. So plateau plumber. And that's what it is. So you, you told yourself plateau plumber, either I'm going to make it work or I'm going to get myself to <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, and dying isn't an option, right? Dying is not an option. we got to keep working. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So, yes, we're here today just to, um, you know, it, we are in the month of October, October 1, and 2018, we've been progressing through the year. Our last episode, we talked a lot about some of the stuff that's going on in Houston and, and our goals for 2018. I think that this year with Flipped, we've done a lot of really cool stuff. We've had, actually, last month was our a year anniversary of oh. doing the Houston real estate meetup. So if you get a chance, go to www.htownremeetup.com. Uh, so if you're in Houston, you can come out to the next real estate event. But it's been a whole year strong, and 2018 has been amazing. Uh, last month was also the one year anniversary of Hurricane Harvey. Mm-hmm. We had so much stuff that's really gone on this year that has. Uh, truly affected the city it's been a a boost of revenues and income for our business because we got so much extra construction work but it's also really changed the landscape at least temporarily we'll see if it's a long term but it's kind of changed the landscape of the real estate market here in terms of of pricing the cost Mm, of materials right you know cost of materials gone up Mm -hmm. um even more so recently with Trump's uh, new tariffs on steel and aluminum, the cost of materials has gone up. So we've seen a direct correlation with the spike as far as the prices of homes here in the Houston area go up. And so I know you do a lot of house flipping. So have, what have you seen so far in the industry? I've seen a, an increase in short sales as far as uh, one of our markets are the pre-foreclosure for our company. And we've seen just an influx, which makes sense. You know, people, they were given opportunity to not pay their mortgage for a while mm-hmm. and, and it's starting to come back to them now. So now, you know, people are, they're abandoning their homes. They're kind of just leaving them there. And there's a, a lot more short sales than there were before. So I can see that part of the industry changing like the, the oh, shift yeah. Definitely right. because hurricane Harvey right too. right right you know if you had your house was flooded and you you know you're upside down in your mortgage i had a guy call me just the other day about that he's like hey i just this house flooded we gutted it out we fixed the sheetrock but he's like i just want to walk you know i want to get rid of it mm-hmm. And so I've noticed a lot of investors take advantage of that. And then depending on someone's situation, they just can't get from underneath it quick. Then, yeah, you are. I bet you are running into a right. lot of short sales. Which, on that side. which I know will start an influx in the real estate owned properties as well. So developing relationships with banks and mm-hmm. other realtors that work with banks with real estate owned or REO properties would be something to consider if you know you're trying to tweak marketing right, or anything. Right. That is an area that I can just 
and this is just my personal opinion about it, it'll start to rise a little bit. They'll have a lot of more REOs out there available for people to take advantage of. Right, right. That's good to know. So if you are... If you're looking at the Houston market, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity available. I know there's a lot of opportunity in other areas of the world as well. We are a global <laughs> podcast and people do real estate all over the, the world. So I know um, I'm always interested to meet people who are, um, you know, in different parts of, of, of the country. And, you know, they tell me about I met a guy from Philly the other day and he was telling me how they're developed. They're doing a lot of construction there, too. And he, you know, but he they build a different product, more of a kind of like a brownstone type product straight up and down oh. townhomes. But they're closer together. Like we have we have at least a five foot building line. They're building their properties mm. more closer. closer so they're together. getting more on a piece of land. Mm-hmm. Get more. Absolutely. So it's an interesting, interesting deal in within itself. So the real estate market here in Houston is is going. I've seen a lot of new construction that has started. Also, I know this year we we've started five projects. We're a relatively smaller builder, so we've got five new construction projects that we've done. We've done. Um, about three big rehab projects because of Hurricane Harvey. So on average, you know, that's about our what we do is in between five to seven new construction projects a year. So we're right on track to doing hitting our goals. But just seeing a lot of other investors. And I just said, I said, hey, cut your I was like, make sure you cut your right. phone off during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> then I made the I made the file. So look, we'll, we'll see if the engineers can edit that out, but probably not. But anyway, that's on me. So yeah, it's been a lot of uh, new starts. A lot of the stuff that I'm really been interested about is uh is some of the new developments from some of like the commercial mm. developers. You got guys like Frank Lou, he just purchased the the old post office downtown. Mm, right. Is that where he has the, the events? I went to an event there. Oh, really? They do events there. It was a, a party, like a anniversary or something. That the that post was. office downtown? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe, I believe so. Um, I didn't get the invite. but <laughs> <laughs> That was over a year ago. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah, yeah he, 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 they're going to, I think they're going to do, the plans haven't been revealed, but my thought process is they're going to do something kind of like in, um, talking about Philadelphia, they got a place in Philly called the Reading Terminal Market. And um, I believe they're going to do something like that where it's like shops and restaurants, mm-hmm. but it's an open market type deal. So I believe that's what they're doing there. And that's actually like the largest tract of land in the downtown area that he purchased. Wow. Yeah. Are so. you, do you purchase outside of the Houston area? Myself? Yeah, your company. No, 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 we haven't, but we will. But we, everything we do right now is based here in the Houston market. Yeah. Got three little ones at the house, so I really don't get to travel as much mm-hmm. as I I will go to a lot of conferences all over the place, but yeah, we are starting to look at some stuff elsewhere, either through finding, I would say, more commercial prospect of pills that are already built go in and, and under and also um, notes looking at performing and underperforming notes okay. so that's what that would be my next step as far as looking at getting into projects outside of the city of Houston mm-hmm. and so like you were saying as far as making those relationships with different portfolio managers and stuff so wow. that would that would where we be but man between our construction projects and our flips we do, it, it has me 
like yeah right I'm stretched yeah far <laughs> we, we got the, we got the podcast we've got the the flipped app that we promote and you know our education platform that you and I have put together so if you want to make a, a shameless plug there you know with our education platform you want to take your knowledge up to the next level and get started with us you know we we have the online flip platform where we can help you from beginning to end as far as how to find fix and flip and uh you know like we say um flip properties in the tech age and hack your way to real estate success so so yeah we've i know courtney you've had your group for a while. Tell us a little bit about that, though. Well, we do. So since my background is in education, I mean, when I started a business, I had to find some type of a funnel to be able to to give back, to educate those who are trying to learn and grow as our company is. First of all, I want to thank Will for the opportunity to be able to work with someone who's been in the business so long. Me being, I still consider myself a newbie three years in. That's still kind of novice to me, you know. However, Um, I've learned and I've worked on many projects. And with that, our whole goal is to help educate, motivate, and inspire. So that's uh, partnering with Flipped is going to be a great opportunity to be able to use the education and the motivation uh, to use pretty much our model and grow it into different platforms. So we are in the process of developing a training and pretty much just an area for people to come together and talk about the differences, not right. not necessarily with real estate, just being a person who has a vision of, of becoming an entrepreneur, someone right. who wants to break the shackles of working for others and start to, you know, make their own moves within their business. So this training and educational platform we're putting together is is to help people who who may think that there are some misconceptions about it, right? And help understand and just grow through others on how to build in in primarily in real estate. However, just to build as an individual, as a business owner, that in itself is an entire different aspect, right? Entire like, different aspect. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, whatever industry you're in, right? right. As, a, as an entrepreneur and you know, I know when we first sat down today, we were like, let's talk about the mindset. I think this is a perfect segue because whether you're in real estate or an entrepreneur, I believe you have to have a certain mindset. We both believe that, like as far as how to perform at a high level. And uh, so I'd like to get, well, you know, some of your thought process, your thoughts on what should the mindset be of someone when they're first getting started when that that light bulb goes off and they're like okay i can do this i can maybe flip homes or oh i can maybe start this business selling i don't know custom soap or custom candles or whatever what happens in that entrepreneur's mind at that moment in time just i think the initial thing that comes probably is fear, even though I don't like to use the word, but that's the on the it's initial actual, mind, right? It's emotion, right? And so um, what happens is, like, with our minds are created or developed, in my opinion, to protect us, right? So from being from an early child, learning the things you learn through your traditions, through your environment, your surrounding, you create right. these files in your mind of how you think things should be. So it's a typical thing to think, oh, well, I may not 
have the tools and resources or whatever, like all of these things start coming to your head when you think about a business like, oh, can I do it? Is it something that I can actually do? Can I become successful at it? So just in my own experiences, I really had to redevelop the mind. Like I really had to unlearn some things and learn some new things. And I've been reading a lot about successful people. I, you know, engulf myself in, in, in biographies and books and resources to help me understand how an entrepreneur thinks because I wasn't an entrepreneur or how a successful person thinks because their mindset is a bit different than those who aren't unsuccessful. Absolutely. As clearly unsuccess, success, Absolutely. right? So I started thinking, well, what? how do they think? So you have to really consciously <laughs> realize the things that you have to unlearn. And that, in my opinion, is the first step because you can write everything on the wall. You can have sticky notes. You can say all these things like, this is what I'm going to do. You can talk about it all day long. Your actions are going to be a little bit challenging when your mindset hasn't really gotten to that. And that's surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded, surrounding yourself, listening to these podcasts, that, you know, creating an, uh, an environment to help you to become more, you go t- more towards your goals around people who have the same mindset as right. well. So. I, absolutely. Because I believe that you're, you're naturally, as far as like hanging out with certain people, like I, I see myself personally as having like different circles of friends for things or not even we can call it friends. Like I see it almost as like four layers, like, you know, my, my biggest layer, the biggest circle is the one that are people who just I just know through acquaintances I mean never hang out with them you know we just high and by where we see them and then like my you know the smaller circle but the third level I would say is people who we may hang out every now and then may play a little I won't say Madden you know <laughs> yeah, that's drinking buddies and right. stuff like that that's the third level these are cool mm-hmm. people you're cool mm-hmm. with absolutely and then you got your 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 next level which I would say is I would call it like my my family. These are people who, you know, like my cousins, my my, my brother, my their family. So they're closer than your friends, but they still may not necessarily be on the same plane with you. Right. From a mental the way you're looking at stuff, I won't say mental, but your perspective, that your outlook on life. And then you've got that that small, even smaller mm-hmm. layer, which may be two or three people, one mentor or someone in your life. And you can pick up other mentors through, even if you've never met them through like stuff like what you just said, podcasts, people like Tony Robbins or Russell right. Brunson, people that I surround myself with on a day-to-day basis, basis to absolutely. just truly feed my mind. Right, right. And those are the people that will help propel your growth. Absolutely. If you continue to hang out with your third level people, your your drinking buddies, if you make your third level people your your first level your people, first level. you're naturally going to art towards what you, the activities you're right. all they're participating in and then you, you can't even separate at that point yeah. between you and them because y'all all doing the same. a whole bunch of bull yeah and you know what <laughs> I like the way you explained that because to me it remi- when you as you start explaining it it reminded me like of a tree like of growth so you start with like a seed which is the smallest portion of that that growth right and that's what you nourish you nourish the seed in order to grow right so if you don't nourish the seed which is your small small 
small, small circle that you just, you know, that you just like the core. Mm -hmm. Think about the core of the universe, right? And you have, you know, your outer layers like you're drawing there. And then you have the core, which is the most powerful portion of this, right? Right. If you don't nourish that, then your growth is very minimal. Yep. And I'm glad you said like people like Tony Robbins, like, you know, one of my mentors is Darren Hardy and he I've never met this guy a day in my life but he has these daily um, Darren Dailies that I listen to every morning his books and all of these different Tim Ferriss all of these people are mentors of mine that I don't necessarily have to see <laughs> they can mentor you through their experiences and through their knowledge and, exactly. and that's where you spend like you said your time in that core and then you start to realize how important it is and so you spend more and more time there and less and less in that other level right absolutely um, and the more you spend time there, though, the more those outer levels flourish and those relationships, they change, Absolutely. you know, and that's what I believe when it goes back to mindset, people not understanding that you have to be open to change. And that is change within your family circles. That's change within your maybe traditional ways of doing things. It's kind of like, OK, this is what I have to do a little differently to get to the ultimate goal. Right. And I talk to people all the time and I, I really believe it's the mindset because as we talk, they come with well, But but but, you know, they're always they always have these places they want to stop and have an excuse, you know, just being totally honest about it of why, you know, and my thing is push through that. That's really nothing but a mind file that you have to replace. Mm -hmm. You got to push, you got to push that out. The amazing thing is this, and this, and I drew, so uh, when we were talking, I, I drew on this sheet of paper, these four layers and what will happen. And this happens, this happens to me a lot. The more I stay in this level one, I start to alienate actually mm -hmm. level three and level four people. You really can't alienate family, but you do sometimes. You can, in, a, in a way, <laughs> you can. <laughs> because and, and it's it's funny because like sometimes I you know I go to these. I love going to conferences and I love just going to meet people who are being in a place where I, there are a lot of people who I know are on the same track yeah. or the same quest yeah, that I am. Yeah, energy is like amazing. It's, yeah. a, it's amazing. And so sometimes my wife, you know, I love my wife. Don't get me wrong. I, but sometimes she'll she'll say, well, what did you get from that conference you go to? Did you, did it make you any money right, right now? I don't, you didn't make anything. And I'm like, it's, the wealth is so much greater than just a temporary, like, monetary. No, it didn't put $1,000 in my pocket right then and right there. Right. But the mindset mm -hmm. is worth is millions of millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. It's priceless. Right. You can't even put a price on the mindset that you gain from surrounding yourself through level one right. people. Mm -hmm. Because what will happen, like I said, you will naturally tend to arc towards your behaviors the way you talk, the way you walk, mm -hmm. the way you perform in life will naturally arc towards yes. the people you are surrounding yourself right, with here. Right, right. And what you're doing is you are recreating, a, you're creating a new mind file. Mm -hmm. So now the mind file that you probably existed about, oh, you know, I'm not worthy of this being in this space or, you know, I don't have the experience that these people have in this space. You know, those thoughts slowly start to turn into, oh, you know, I can get, I can do, if they can do it, I can do it. Oh, I would love to like appreciating them and their experiences for you to learn and grow. Like everything, every experience is an experience of gratitude, regardless of what it may look like. Right. Even the failures are, are things that are gratitude because, you know, it's going to get you closer to something else. 
So, I mean, your surroundings, I mean, everybody says it, you know, your your wealth or your money. Let's go back to your wife. You know, your money. It's a percentage of the people you hang around. Yeah. If the people you hang around are broke. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, big time. And so, like, one thing Darren says, he says, you know, you have to identify these people and then you realize, okay, this is a person I probably just need to leave alone altogether, right? Or this is a person I just may need to spend maybe two hours per week two of hours. time. Yeah, because you still have your level three friends yeah, that yeah. you got to kick with, your, your boys. I mean, it gives you, that. that's that social. Right. Yeah, you have to have that to be de- complete. Your social detox and, you know, you, you do some stuff with, but but you still have to live in a state because you can't right. be here in the level one all the time. You can't be in level two all the time, but you do have to feel categorized and balanced mm-hmm. per se. These different levels of life. It's like there's a, a guy named um, Jason White and he's part of a group called, I'm sorry, not Jason White, Gary White, the Warrior King uh, group. And his organization teaches about different the four points of life, right? And so you're, and as he progressed through the week, every day you give yourself a point. And so your your first one is your mental, mm-hmm. taking time for yourself to wow. meditate. First thing is mental. See how yeah. it always comes to that. Your yeah. first is mental for taking time to meditate. Your physical, spending time every day, minimum 30 minutes. 30 minutes a to day. To do some physical, work out your body. Because your physical flows through your mind. Mm-hmm. And if you, your body is like caked up and full of just crud and toxins and stuff, then you're, you're not you're, thinking clearly. You're not going to be thinking clearly. Your energy levels are going to be low. And in a business that we are in, especially with, within real estate, entrepreneurship, mm. you have to be able to operate at a high level of everything. Energy. What am I going to do if at four o'clock in the evening I'm dead tired because I've spent the whole night before eating dum-dums and, and Snickers bars or whatever, pizza, and I'm totally just sluggish right. by the end of the day. I ate something crazy during the day, and I got an important meeting, and people feed off of what you give them. Exactly. So if I go into a meeting, my energy levels are on 2%, right. when they should be at 100%, I might not necessarily close that deal. Yeah, you're wrong. You're right. Because people sense that energy. They may, right. they may say, hey, you know what, uh... This guy's not really interested. Yeah, in yeah, I am interested. I'm just full of like crap. I'm, I'm just, tired. <laughs> I eat, I eat pizza and burgers all day, all day, and I, I feel terrible. But I really exactly. want to do business with you. So, and then the third is your um, your appreciation. I just talked about that, you know, just being aware and appreciating even those times where it doesn't appear to be the best, right? Appreciate everything, like every single thing. When it, just to fall, fall back on that, when I when I quit my job initially and I, I decided I'm going to start in real estate, I started door knocking. I said, okay, this is one thing I hear. You can make money quick, whatever. I'm a door knock all day, nine to five. If I work a corporate nine to five, I can door knock nine to five. So did that, right? So it got to a point, you know, deal I mean it wasn't coming through I didn't get my first deal for six months and I'm what is going on and so you know my car note was due like things were piling up and I'm like my goodness so I had to turn to appreciation though the people were calling me about the car note and all that I had to appreciate the fact I had a car to still go door knock right I had to appreciate I still had my limbs and my mind to even go do something every day. And that's what got me up the next day to keep going, appreciating even those things that appear to be like a default, right? It became an appreciation for all of it. 
but it takes a conscious effort to do that. Right. So that level of appreciation is is so key. You even broaden it because I was going to go into it from the standpoint of appreciation of the, like the people that you surround yourself mm-hmm. with, like you know, say my wife, my kids. Letting them know, hey, I appreciate them because we feed off of what we get back from those loved ones in our life also. So if we're putting out bad vibes into the atmosphere or into the stratosphere to them, then they'll give then we you people are reciprocal mm-hmm. and we'll get that back. So we've had our days where we've gotten into arguments and stuff and it totally like ruins the rest of my day. You get into, you know, uh, so it's. It's living a balance every day. And even so, on the, even on the plane where you're saying is the, the small appreciation for the small things in life that you could overlook can really like it could affect you in a negative or a positive mm-hmm. way. But the way but actually understanding that, hey, man, all of this wasn't promised. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't like yes. God is working through me t- and, and showing appreciation for, you know, is is key. And then my fourth point is a spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we all, everybody has their, whatever God you worship, you know, your spirituality, taking time to, you know, have that spiritual connection. And so these are my four, your four points, one, two, three, four. And every day I give myself a checklist by the end of the week, I know I need to have 28 points. Are they one point per one point? So first is mental, then physical appreciation and spirituality. Mm -hmm. So 28 points by the end of the week. That's about the end of the week. And, you know, in the the tracking, there's another thing. And you're big on that. I'm big on tracking (laughs) because I've realized things I track progress. And, And that's why I'm big on it. It's not just because when I track it, it progresses. I've been journaling for the last 86 days and I promise within the last 86 days, like, you know, even meeting you, this partnership we're building upon, you know, there's been some other things that have been just slowly progressing in the business and just, just as a person personally. And I truly believe it's because I track and journal every day and start the day off with some type of appreciation and I really do these things when you say that this is these are the thing about it will is like it's so common across every like it's so common about successful people people who who are you know meeting their goals in their business when I speak to them even speaking to you today it's a common thread of these same principles absolutely absolutely and so that's why I encourage you guys you know tune into the podcast and tune in, you guys. and um, you know come out to the flipped events and you know just take time any event to take time for yourself to build every day on your business spend some time with your business daily it doesn't have to be a whole lot of time but some type of time and it'll create a compound effect within enough time so absolutely well man y'all hear it man hey she's preaching the gospel (laughs) (laughs) it's hey hey once again everybody thank you guys for tuning in Today's been a great podcast. You know, we talked about mindset. We talked about the, the real estate industry here in, in Houston. We will be back again next week. We're here work weekly. So yeah. uh, tune in again. And if you hadn't got into the coaching, enroll, get started. Let's start working on your mind. Let's start working on building, making some money. And um, it is Will Garner with Flip. 
you know what? It's been a good day. It has. Let's get Thank the you. week started. Hey, remember, you're one flip away. Will Garner here. I want to say thank you once again for listening to another one of our awesome episodes of the Flip Entrepreneur Series podcast. We hope you picked up some nuggets that may inspire you or help you some way while on your journey. If you haven't already, make sure to download the Flip app today by simply searching on the App Store under FLPPD and create you an account today and connect with some investors and other like-minded entrepreneurs from across the globe. Once again, thank you for tuning in and remember, you're only one flip away.